Yeah, everything's in there. Sorry, we got to do all that again. Is Double it in primo. Yet? Double primo. Double cousin. Welcome <laughs> to Double cousin. Do- um, Double A cousin. The premier genealogy podcast. Um, today we're talking toy machine scorched earth. We have to. We have scorched no choice. Fucking earth, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called scorched earth. Um, I thought. You know, why would it be called that? But then we brought up some of the other names of the videos. There's Good and Evil. There's, help me out, guys. Brainwash. Brain. Is that really one? Mm-hmm. See, Ed, they're all... Programming Injection, Welcome to Hell, Live, Heavy Metal. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Heavy, and those jump off a building. Uh-huh. Um, we've mentioned Good and Evil. Is that all of them? No. There might be a few others. What's the most recent Suffer the one? Joy. Vaccination? What was that one? That yeah. was Pro... Vaccination was right before. I think that's all of them. Yeah. Sorry, don't sue us. No, well, but it's interesting, the titles, because I prefer the energy behind Jump Off a Building, and then it seems like... They just got gnarly. They're, well, it's like they're they're constantly hitting the button of, like, uh, we're brainwashing you, we're brainwashing you, like, this is how it's going to go down. Um, Scorched Earth, though, I feel like... Um, reading some of the little the writing in between the skating I wrote down that this video is very nihilistic like I feel like this video all those little writings could have been like Leo Romero instead of Ed Templeton a lot of the stuff that they were writing in there mm. well I don't even know how much Ed, Ed's involved anymore like he does he like barely does the graphics and shit anymore as far as I know like it's kind of like been passed off and somebody's just doing it in the style of Ed and really I, yeah damn dude and I like, get that vibe it's uh, and which is kind of like I feel like what made the brand suffer for a minute because it was just like an echo of what it actually used to be. Because like Ed would put in time and write the like detailed mess like brainwash messages and like mm-hmm. in his like sense of humor. And now it's like somebody who's doing it like a copywriter essentially, where it's just like I think Ed would write this, but like it you know it it rang false for a while. And right. like, I don't know, for, it might have been Ed this whole time, but it seems like he's been very hands off for like years at this point. Yeah, I kind of th- have been thinking similar things. I think about like some of the graphics, like there was like a, a toy machine Ninja Turtle thing where it was like Ninja Turtle Boy or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to, I feel like Ed's not behind that. Like, where is he going to put like a pair of like really pointy boobies or something on that? It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's odd considering how much his art career took off how it didn't like it translate well it became its own its own thing where like you're not really getting his like portraits those those silhouettes and those like but that's what you want and this is any this problem that we've talked about with any brand that's been around for 20 plus years it's like eventually you're just end you're ending up reissue like the margaret kilgallen reissue it's like i fucking loved that board series and i've wanted a reissue so like you know but it's also just exactly what birdhouse did where it's like we reissued it put new people's names on it yeah and you know marked it as new granted toy machine at least uh did did it where it's like the proceeds of the sales went to a 
I think something involved with something Margaret was involved with her that would, you know, honor her a little bit. But, you know, how do you how do you stay fresh? Although, how do you how, how do you keep those clothes so fresh? I mean, you're asking the wrong dude. Yeah, I don't have. But any. somehow they did it with scorched earth. I think a lot of that uh, falls onto the skaters. I mean, Miles having a pretty. That kid's the future. Uh, yeah. An outstanding part. Really high ceiling. Parts. Yeah. Yeah. Six parts in one video. <laughs> oh yeah, I thought yeah, they that sandwiched w- it. I really enjoyed that. I thought that told that was like I don't know that just rang really. Um, I don't even know how to describe it, but it fell well to me. It felt good. It yeah. was like it was like you had a an inta- like a protagonist almost. It was Miles. Like you got to see Miles, and then see him also juxtaposed with all the all the different skaters on toy, and just like yeah, I I thought it was. A really good idea, and perhaps he just had the most footage at the end of the day. Is he pro now? Yeah, nice. He that was his coming out part. He turned pro a little bit ago. He's got like this yellow board with like a shaky sword or something on it. Mm. It might be a, a Virginia uh, monument, actually. I feel like this was his like I don't give a fuck part. It's like how Corey Glick is just skating how he wants to now, and how it's like you know he's not doing these giant gaps or humongous rails but it's also just like as or more entertaining to watch because it's like well he's doing what he wants so it's like way more Mm -hmm. genuine and you can tell that and how how he skates and that's all great because i feel like maybe the bar had been set too high for him to really meet he came out uh miles miles because miles came out and he'd or like the first thing i remember ever seeing of the dude is a thrasher cover and i feel like it Remember he had that frontside wall ride Thrasher cover on a roof? Like that was pretty much I don't remember Not seeing Not the one in the video, the like the No, it, this is like year 5050. This is like years <laughs> ago. Like it was it went from like who the fuck is this to like people you hear about he's like oh he's, this dude's amazing and then like his part was good in that and whenever that toy machine video was but it was like it was kind of like after Jeremy Leabrace comes out and he puts out, you know, the reeducation and all that shit and Ooh. that just blew the fucking doors off miles kind of fell flat and you expected more out of him. and you know it was it was too high it was too the expectation had been built up too high and i feel like the fact that maybe a lot of the pressure had come off so now at this point yeah so it's like maybe not that i'd written him off like i've seen him around cherry dude's fucking rips and he's skip like super nice and everything but i wasn't you know, I wasn't like, oh, you're going to be the savior of Toy Machine or anything. Right. And <laughs> That's like, a lot of pressure. Absolutely. And But now, like, I'm not saying he's the savior, but I was like, fuck yeah, I want to see another part. Like, that was awesome. Well, they definitely have something to work with. That's for damn sure. I mean, take your pick your poison. Bray, like I was saying earlier, Brayden, Deshaun, Miles, they're all, to me, really compelling skateboarders. Blake still, like... And all like the older dudes are still ripping. Like even I, that was Leo's most enjoyable part in years. It was all your sta- your standard Leo Romero shit. But it <laughs> was like I was like I don't know. It was it was almost like a victory lap. He's just like all right, I'm gonna come out and play the hits. That's it. Yeah. It you know he didn't reinvent the wheel, but at the same time it was like it was mm. good to see. Like <laughs> everybody loves a good rail slam, getting up and covered in blood and just laughing it off. Like he, you know he's doing it like he's still doing that shit for him. Like he's out skating that big shit because that's so fast what he too. wants to skate. Mm-hmm. And that's like, it's kind of fucking crazy. Cause it's like, I don't think anybody's telling him he has to do that. Like, I think he could just sit back like 
It's what everybody else is fucking doing. They're just sitting back and cashing the checks and like, or moving on to the bank skating and you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, but he's still out there just like chomping rails. Yeah. I feel like it's indicative of his character. He just feels, I, I don't know why I think this and it could be just complete projection on my part, but I think Leo holds skating to a, a certain standard. So it's like, you're never going to see him ledge dance. You're never going to see him. I mean, you, we talk, he does manuals, but it's like, he's going to manual a roof. He's right. not, <laughs> the biggest man you've ever seen. Exactly. That's kind of his, he, he's like the, I think he, I mean, shit, he was on foundation prior. He came up during a time when I think the onus was on go big or go home. Yeah. He, his first video was misled youth and like, mm. like he talks about the, how that's like, well, I saw people skating rails and that's what we had around. So that's what I skated. And mm-hmm. now like if he changed that, it's like, Oh, this like dude's just kind of trying to follow trends. And instead he's just like, nah, man, Heath is skateboarding to me. I'm going to skate mm-hmm. like Heath forever mm-hmm. as long as my body will allow. And he probably has like that Heath body where it's been beaten up to the <laughs> point where it's like, it's kind of indestructible. Almost, yeah. Like yeah. he's been, his like scars are so thick that it, it's just armor. Yeah, no, you. That's I thought all those things watching him. I was like, this is a guy who's been skating huge handrails forever, and I think about how delicate I am just skating cherry sometimes, or just skate fucking skating to work, and thinking about when you when you're able to skate in repetition, you your body you build up a tolerance. For sure. You like you start to feel sort of invincible. I can only imagine what Leo feels like. The way he skates rails, he's completely unafraid. You yeah. know? I think that's kind of the secret to rails. R- r- yeah, don't put them on don't put rails on a pedestal. <laughs> <laughs> they just session them like flat bars. Like him and Dakota like have been uh, during quarantine, I think they were living in Atlanta and just like filming each other skate giant shit just <laughs> while everything sh- shut down. And that- it's like especially in like covid you didn't no one knew what the fuck 2021 was gonna look like mm-hmm. so for them to just be just like well just another day at the office it's it's wild like mm-hmm. you know like, yeah they just love skateboarding but their version of skateboarding is just like <laughs> yeah we're gonna go out and fucking like it's probably an addictive addiction too because like the adrenaline yeah you're probably used to like psyching yourself up or taking That's slams true. and stuff yeah, they got to keep it, it at a certain like, level. Yeah, like ledge skating is probably like, I don't know, weed or beer. And then like rail skating is probably like, I need some crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I got to get I gotta get a little bit more crack. I need my fix. You're going to look like you, I mean, yeah, you skate rails long enough, you start to look like you do crack. Dude, he is <laughs> rail thin still. Like that dude Leo? is fucking fit. Yeah, he keeps himself, I mean, he he's looked exactly the same to me maybe a little different in the face maybe a different hairstyle but it's like he's lean yeah he doesn't need a a face really it's his his body is so distinctive it hasn't changed in a long time at least to me and he's still in america yeah and he still skates oh you know what his shoes are a cupsole right uh yeah because it's like the souped up laced version right oh it is you're right yeah that shoe the romero laced I think is what I did one of the best kickflips of my life in that shoe. So yeah, he's had some really good ones because those one with the two little the stripes. The, yeah. Oh the yeah. The two stripes at the end. Those were so comfortable. Yeah. And skated so good. My what? buddy Jerry, I think he's probably had like sixty pairs of those for sure. Shout out Jerry. Jerry Hunt, baby. My buddy Jerry. One Sue. of the best <laughs> frontside flips. Internet famous. Yeah. 
I was going to ask, we're talking about a lot of different things, but, um, I know Sergio, you know, you knew Jeremy somewhat intimately, right? Kind of. I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, it's all good. It's like knowing him on that level and then seeing him. What does it feel like when you watch him skate? Amazing. Like, (laughs) he's just like a normal (laughs) dude to me. Like, you know, going to 7-Eleven and like, he used to live upstairs from me. Uh Um, like five years ago here in Long Beach. Him and Don, they were roommates. Don Wong. Long. Right. He's the filmer for. Director. Yeah. Great guy. He is a sweetheart. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout out to Andrew Plaza, who also worked on this film. Excellent work. I've already told him as much. But yeah, tell me about Jeremy. So nice, sweet. What's his, what's his air sign? Gentle guy. I don't know. I never asked what's him. What's his like, moon sign? I didn't talk to him that much. Like, mm-hmm. They were always ripping, right. kicking it with the boys. And, you know, they're like a bunch of pro skaters. And I was just like a young kid, pretty much, who was like, yeah, I skate. I watch you guys. Yeah. So I didn't want to like be a kook and like out myself like that. But they were always nice to me anytime like I would talk to them. Yeah. I never got too in depth. So another them. another stop on a long lineage of great scum stashes on Toy Machine. Mm-hmm. Jeremy. Yeah. Some real good ones over the years. Caswell. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I, I mentioned earlier to Sergio that I didn't have much of a idea of Jeremy skating in my head. And then it just took that kickflip over the uh, the little innie outy thing at like the the parking lots. What is that? What are those called? Curb cut? No, like, the it was like a curb cut, but over the oh, parking barrier. Uh, park. Yeah, yeah. We know what you're talking. <laughs> I have like, my vocabulary has gotten just completely decimated in the last year. Like, but anyway, words <laughs> are hard. Words are hard. So are a lot of the tricks done in this Art video. Art is hard. Jeremy got hurt, right? He was hurt for a minute. He was hurt for a while. Yeah. Damn. I think he got healed and then he broke his other knee. Oh. Like his ACL maybe. Yeah, because he came out so hard. That's right. And like he was so, and I was like blown away. And then it seemed like he kind of like, not didn't pile out, but he kind of faded out of the picture for a while. And it was probably during those, those injuries that are so hard to come back from. Well, I mean, but also I feel like in this day and age, it's probably the best time to get injured as oh, yeah. far as how comparatively. Yeah. But the fact that like Dustin Dolan has had his knee reconstructed, like, I don't know, seven times and he's still like hucking up onto a, a thread needle nose, nose slide for a <laughs> Vans Europe video. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, he seems to enjoy the pain. He seems like a masochist. Yeah. Him and Leo probably. I mean, yeah. also, like, you've been doing it for so long. What do you do? What else can you do? Yeah, you kind of can't not do it. You, you go crazy. Yeah. It's like, if you're at the right, right brands, they'll take care of you for a long time. But at what point do they just, you know, cut the cord and send you on your way? Even with Toy Machine, like, Matt B is, is he on? He's on, but not on. He's, like, I thought there. he was, like, the manager. No, I don't. He, I thought he was no, the team manager. No, that's no. Sinclair. Sinclair, yeah. He's team manager oh, for, for Vans. Vans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel so like funny. there's it there was no like ceremonious sort of send off for I mean, like did Josh Harmony have one? Because it I mean Billy Marks. Yeah, they all kind of just faded yeah. faded off. And like, cause I mean, again, I it might have been cause Ed well, it's like Colin got uh, the shout out when he left because mm. like Ed gave Probably him like was. that. Yeah. He gave him that like you know, you've been amazing forever and, you know, I'm 
I wish you well type thing, mm-hmm. which is super classy and awesome because that's the, that's the kind of guy Ed is. But uh, you know, not everybody. I don't think everybody got that, and maybe it was because Ed was out. Because Ed broke his fucking neck multiple times, and like Deanna pretty much told him like he had to stop. Mm-hmm. Damn. Because like, it was just you know, it, it was that point. Well, I remember there's a clip. I don't think it's a neck breaking. It has. I think it was something to do with his leg. Oh, that's what it was. Right. That's what took it out. But do you, do you remember they called Deanna mm-hmm. and then in the they're filming the whole time she she comes in and she like immediately starts hyperventilating and crying. Well, yeah, at the sight of Ed just on the floor, like ah, oh, like in total pain. And that's her dude. I know it's their love is it's top tier. It's, it's top shelf. Inspiring. It's, their relationship really inspiring. I'm, uh, yeah, Hashtag amazing goals. <laughs> Like they make Rick, they make Rick Howard and Mike Carroll look like dog shit. Hey. <laughs> I love, I love that example. <laughs> Although I do like their relationship too. That's pretty cool. You know, it's a little bit of yin and yang. Yeah, they get it going. Definitely. I hope to like one day get to see their art in a gallery space. Right. Have you been had that opportunity? I know there's been a few pretty close, but just never made it. I forget. I definitely went to one of the art shows. I've seen some of Ed's for sure. And like maybe I think maybe Deanna's also just like on a, you know, in the, on a wall, but mm-hmm. not like a giant. Exp- like I think there was like a beautiful losers type exhibit in mm-hmm. L.A. at that contemporary museum. And I'm pretty sure I went there because there was like a lot of Barry McGee and like that whole the, that whole crew for sure i my memory again is so bad um, <laughs> yeah, let's like, talk I about think the present i, I think guys. i saw it i'm pretty sure i i dreamed i saw it <laughs> i yeah. wish i saw it eventually it's just a story someone like an anecdote someone else told you <laughs> and then i did it i lived it yeah <laughs> yeah i i've seen ed's stuff and re- it's interesting i was just thinking because his his stuff translates very well to a magazine mm-hmm. in that format it's interesting. It's fun. Like you said, you can like, you know, read the the whole whatever he writes in the in the spirally text box. But then when you see it in person, it's like alive. It's really weird. It's especially like the anything human that he draws. It's always very like they're like looking right at you. It's Whoa. that's the experience I had. I felt kind of unnerving. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, in per- and that's kind of like Ed too like ed in person is first of all he's kind of weird oh, dude no? i for sure have seen ed templeton's work in public because he has a photo of uh it was either brian sumner's dick or somebody's <laughs> dick and i was like i saw that live and i was like oh yeah nice. ed oh used yeah to that's take brian a sumner's of, dick ed templeton used to take a lot of photos of skaters dicks yeah <laughs> oh ed we need more of that <laughs> do we yeah just a section in thrasher and then johnny just took it on his <laughs> yeah <laughs> took it on himself yeah, um, that photo keeps on giving. <laughs> it really <laughs> does. Every time it pops back up, you're that like, that was oh. a while ago too. It was right? like uh-huh. two thousand eight. It was like ten years now. I, uh, to, not that far back, but it was while I was at skateboarder. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I think at the time I might have not been as as into skating. Crazy. And then and well, then you saw his hog, and, and you're, you're like, like I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> no, and then I saw his hog, and I was like, Whoa, what is going on? Like, like hog dog. Big ollies, is dude. Skateboarding now. Switch trays. Wonder he yeah. pops so high. Well, it keeps it helps you keep balance for certain switch tricks. Momentum, <laughs> Just dude. If you skate with a with a hard on, it'll help. Like Nate Broussard, who's doing the nollie with a boner. <laughs> exactly. 
That's what I just. Who also so rode for Toy Machine? Well, real quick, I want to give a timeline of Toy Machine that um, just to maybe inform some of these things that we're talking about because there's been two instances where the entire team has quit on Ed, uh, quit or left the original team, and then the iteration after that, the original team with. Uh, what was it? Satva Leung, uh, Muska, uh, who else? Ed. Barley. Donnie. Was he the original? Mm, he was, no, not a, ori- I don't I think, know. I think he was the second coming. Yeah. Like the original team had like Ethan Fowler, Josh yes. Kalis, Jerry Fowler. Uh, who is that? Ethan's sibling. I don't think they're related. No. Okay. I like the Ethan Fowler time. I like Ethan Fowler. I, I mean, as glorious as his foundation career was, he could I would have loved him on Toy Machine that much more just that just that kind of mix it up with that foundation to me didn't have continuation like a lot of like especially when Corey Duffel came on the scene like he even in like art bars like Chris Markovich sort of stands out like maybe he doesn't really like he was sort of I mean I think that was his last foundation part as well yeah for sure yeah which and it's an incredible part um you could tell like with um, Shimizu and Fowler and Justin Roy and Struving, like he, his skating was a little bit more old school. And even though he pushed it, like he was skating big old, he's skating double sets. He's doing, I think he did double set, uh, varial flip. You don't see a lot of that. Dang. Or you do. Um, nowadays. Do. Yeah. Nowadays for, for sure. Instagram. Yeah. Or, or for your baggy pant brand. <laughs> big Pan, boys. Pangea. Yeah, the whole team quit on him. Um, I was telling Sergio earlier that I think we have Ed in part to thank for shorties. Shorties. Uh, yeah. Because uh, he pissed Muska off. He ruined Muska's night. And then <laughs> and then Ed Templeton shortly fired him uh, the next day. Next day. Next day. Catch you later. And a lot of the um, footage that... Well, uh, this might be speculation, but it's like a lot of the footage... And fulfill the dream would have been in. Yeah, that was all the toy machine part. Was it? It was all for Welcome to Hell. Yeah. So there you go. Oh fuck, Alyssa Steamer. Hello. Um, but yeah, the, <laughs> the the second iteration of the toy machine team, dude, Brian Anderson, Donnie Barley. The second coming of toy machine was really sick. Like a really good team. Like when do you when do you mark the second coming? Because uh, Jamie Thomas part of is Welcome to Hell and was still somewhat involved. Like jump off a building was the transition for Jamie to go do zero. I'm thinking Donnie Barley, Brian Anderson, Chris Sen. Yeah, that's jump off a building. Yeah, that Maldonado, it, East Coast Powerhouse, right. Bam Margera, Bam. Bam. Yeah, yeah, you got um, Kalis. Yes, Kalis was gone by then. Still don't remember Josh Kalis ever being on Toy Machine. He was on <laughs> like live, live and heavy metal. Or uh, only he might have only been there for heavy metal, but like it wasn't. It wasn't like a long time. Like right. it was, there were before Welcome to Hell. It just seemed like it was this kind of quick turnover. It wasn't really solidified. Like I, I think Jamie Thomas is really what made like Ed's art. Jamie like mm-hmm. getting in the van and getting everybody out and filming. Like right. it, it, he's, I think the two of them, like as a two-headed monster, kind of made that company. Like because I don't think Toy Machine was Toy Machine until Welcome to Hell. Then Welcome to Hell put him on the map. Mm-hmm. As this like narbar fucking video like company with mon- fun- funny monsters and like make fun of ourselves, make fun of our p- loyal pawns, mm-hmm. Ed's art, you know, and then jump off a building was like 
an evolution of that. But then, uh, you know, Jamie left to do his own thing <clears throat> and left the kind of the, the wheel to Ed, who's more of a like, like, I think like Brian Anderson needed a Jamie Thomas to make 3D work and he didn't have it. And Ed needed a Jamie Thomas to like really, but which he got later with that uh, Kevin dude who he like he did good and evil and I suffer mm-hmm. the joy I think and like so like and he kind of ma- he took he took like that aesthetic that had been set but kind of like it helped it evolve like he kept it still in the same vein but he like it it definitely was a turn it had more of an artistic aspect to it like it was more sensitive looking than what was previous because like jump off a building was kind of dirty and visceral and heavy metal was just like, you know, not very artistic at all aside from like the cartoons. Right. But like it did evolve, but then it kind of felt like it stalled out once Kevin left because there wasn't anybody, you know, steering the ship aside from like Ed doing the art and, you know, well now we got Don. Don. Don has stepped into that. And he fucking nailed it. He sure did. Um, And also I've, heard credit being given to Austin Stevens for helping put together like the good and evil team. Ed was going to call it quits. Um, I think he was losing money for multiple reasons. Mm. Um, the, there was a lawsuit that this is, this is, uh, I'll mention this again later, but, um, yeah, apparently Austin Stevens had a lot to do with like getting Josh Harmony, um, like putting together that sort of team. Matt Bennett. Yeah, Diego, Ed, Ed, like, Ed Diego Bucheri, yeah, those yeah. guys. And the good, I mean, Good and Evil came in fucking hot. Like that uh-huh. video. Like, oh my god, I still think about Matt Bennett's part. Dude, yeah, fucking I mean, T Rex, Jaylay's part when he came out. Like that was he came that yeah. he like came out too hot because it was like, how do you fucking follow that up? <laughs> Dude, didn't he do? He has a line where he does like switch tray and then he does switch flip back tail shove it right. Is that, that sounds right as like the song's starting to pick up. Yeah, and they're literally both tricks are like four feet off the fucking ground. And he's, yeah. it's insane. He's in those little ass jeans with <laughs> puffy ass shoes. <laughs> as yeah. as was the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone needs to well, I guess Leo's missing the puffy shoes, but Leo keeps it pretty fitted. Like he pretty hasn't tight. he hasn't let go of that. I think he's still rocking the same cut Ruka jeans. <laughs> yeah. If not it looks like crew it looks like crew denim to me. Could be, yeah. Those are crew cuts for sure. If you if you watch this video on YouTube, Leo Romero is by and far the most commented thing, and people are loving it. Mm. And that might say something about the age range of people that Toy Machine appeals to on YouTube, but because um, it's like older gen, yeah, a little bit older, probably like around my age. People who are you know kind of on there a lot now, yeah, a lot of legend talk. And speaking earlier to what we were talking about, Leo's style of skating, um, he gave Chima via Instagram really high praise. I think he calls him a legend. Um, Which gets thrown around a lot. Right. But it makes sense. Like after watching those raw files, I'm like, oh yeah, same same animal right there. Like yeah. live fast, die hard. Chima, yeah. Leo's definitely more of the rail guy than the gap. So, uh-huh. which... I feel like gaps are gnarlier on the body, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, provided you make it down to the bottom of the rail, that 
impact in one a, piece yeah is a lot less severe than uh fucking jumping that jumping down an entire block of stairs yeah like a city block i mean the double set he ollies in that video i got tired just thinking I about did, walking I s- down it. i'm still blown away like at the motivation like him it, it, sticking them because it like he i'm not saying that was like Actually, I'll go. I'll, this could be sacrilegious, but that was like fucking uh, Stay Gold Reynolds level shit. Mm. Like, and for a not Stay Gold project, that's like. That's I mean, it's true, man. That's true. It's kind of crazy. He like, wanted where did the propeller? Where did the fucking motivation come at thirty, what at two or however old he is to be like, all right, I'm gonna I, rip. I've seen like, and maybe it's just like he's been skating. Like that's Chima Place at this point. Like Martin right. Place, that's his fucking. That's him. That's his spot. Uh, like, but you know, the maybe he just saw it this whole time. I guess Jack Grady grinded that rail, which right. I don't really remember. Uh huh. But like, maybe I saw that in a, maybe in a, just in a like, like maybe that's his like maybe that's his therapy. It's just like stuck in Sydney during quarantine. Mm-hmm. He can only skate a certain uh area because australia is way more strict about their lockdowns and like they call you and you got to be able to get home or explain where you are Mm -hmm. very quickly the world's ending let's see what i got i like i would love maybe he talked about it in his uh thrasher interview but i don't i didn't dip into that one too deeply yet but i'm uh Mm -hmm. i would love to hear what like what the fuck Yeah, I think... Um, but the same question could be asked to Leo. It's like, what motivates you to keep going out and doing this? Like, at some point, Heath was like, I'm fucking done. And I think he might have tapped out at around this age, with, like, the same age as, like, what Leo mm-hmm. and Chima are approaching now. He's like, I'm done. This is as far as... This is as good as I can do. And I don't, you know... And I'm not saying they should, because if, that, you know... it. It didn't seem like it was a period or an exclamation part point in terms of like, this is it. I'm done. This is the best I'm ever going to do. And I'm not doing it again. It's like, this is what I can do now. Let's see what we got in two more years. Like, I don't know, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. I think skateboarding was, is just at a different point now. Yeah. There's different expectations. Well, like yeah. the longevity of careers and how far you can yeah. keep going. Well, and yeah. Then when Heath retired, you know, skateboarding was done earlier for careers. Kind of, but like... But he ran- also just bowed out. He was he, like, He more I don't bowed out. Yeah, exactly. Sorry to cut you off. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, he was just like, yeah, I am I did what I needed to do, I feel, as opposed to like, these boys just want it, it seems like. Or have to do it. I mean, I remember hearing about on tours, Heath would uh, specifically like really torment Leo. <laughs> And, um, he used to like, he used to hold his arm and thwack his, his bare arm. Just like, Oh yeah. Well, I think it was like, it was like a bit of a cater thing. Like Leo was probably, uh, you know, he's a little kid. I mean, I don't think, you know, I don't want to make it sound like Heath was abusing a child, (laughs) but it kind of was. Um, I was just gonna say, I just realized Leo rode for foundation Baker. I mean, that's just a testament to the man's skating. Like those are all. And he won Sodi. Oh yeah. When did he win Sodi? Stay gold 2010. Right? That sounds right. I should have have known that. He and Westgate opened up the up rail thing and like he's still doing it. Which is crazy when you think about Westgate doing it because he's not a, I mean, Westgate's like five, six maybe. Yeah, he's tiny. I mean, Leo's not tall either. 
Really? He's a little guy. Oh. He probably, he probably, I don't know. Maybe it's his, like, his lanky, like his, like you're saying, he's like kind of a, a skinny dude. It makes him appear taller. Got the right lens. Yeah. Well, that's true, actually, because um, Dakota looks, I mean, Dakota skates big stuff, but we saw him. Were you there when he oh, went to Silverado? Yeah. I was like, no way. I mean, you don't see too many like tall dudes skating the rails, do you? BA? I think, I think we've talked Figgy. about that. Yeah. Oh, Figgy. Yeah. Damn, we're talking not about one thing. We're talking about many things of scorched earth. We're uh, scorching the earth with our topic. Yeah. Um, leaving nothing in our wake. Interesting little, uh, I think towards the end, one of the lines that were was in the film was that and i and help me out if i'm like i as i read this and i had to look at it 15 times to write it down but i think the grammar is wrong on this but either way i get what he's trying to say um the actual line was skaters are the cockroaches that thrive in the wastelands left behind our human folly (laughs) and i feel like it should have been left behind as a result of our human folly like didn't that (laughs) Are we spell checking the fucking? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there was a typo in there, but I, I was like I was like you know what I think Mark Gonzalez has opened it up to uh, spelling things however you want. I mean, it, yeah. it looks like a child wrote it, you know. Yeah, anti-hero. Yeah. Like, they the still they leave in typos. Toy machine. What the fuck were we talking? Oh, skaters. A, yeah. I am a toy machine. Cockroach. Berserker. Do we know the I'm origins of the toy machine name? And who may be responsible for it? Well, it was toy and oh, machine, man. right? It was toy skateboards and or machines. machine skateboards. Right. And Ethan Fowler said, so put them together. Yeah. Duh. Good man. Good suggestion. Yeah. And then there's also a little bit of uh, yeah, he got a cease and desist for the logo. Yeah. And if you watch the, I believe it's the original Home Alone. He has the, he ha- it's it's um. It's a light switch. Yeah. In home frame. Alone. Yeah. And then if you watch uh it's it's in a it's in a little clip, you can see it. He has it for his light switch. And uh yeah, that's a couple things of trivia that you hey need man. to know. Television. You know, good artists imitate, great artists steal. There you go. Yeah. Um, do we know that Ed was once visited by an FBI agent for an ad that he wrote where he told people to send anthrax to him? <laughs> Or he, yeah, he, he, he specifically gave people instructions. I think it was to like get stickers, but he, they had to put on the envelope that it was anthrax in order <laughs> to get the stickers. And a bunch of letters were sent to that address and the people, according, you know, as you probably should, called the FBI or called <laughs> the cops. FBI agent shows up at Ed's house and God, asks... Skateboarding used to be fun. Dude, right? <laughs> well, and this is, this is feeding into the... Um, Toy Machine almost was going to go away. And I don't know if it was for this reason, but there was another thing where there's a lawsuit that Ed got um, entangled in because it's actually a pretty wild story. He took a photo and in the photo were two women and I don't know if they were kissing or not, but the someone recognized the women in the photo and it happened to be a teacher at a high school who had, was not out yet. And one of their students made the backgrounds of all the computers in the computer lab that photo got back to ed ed was sued for by the teacher for because she can't sue the student well uh it was i think it was um damn i didn't i think he ran it in an ad or yeah yeah he ran it in that's how they saw it Uh and then he um 
was being accused of all types of like homophobia and things like that. And he had to, yeah, he had to defend himself in court, which is another thing we can talk about is uh, you probably have a good uh, recollection of like uh, that big brother section. It was like Ed's hate mail. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just um, being on YouTube again, looking at the comments, it's, it's kind of like history repeating itself, like skating at least on YouTube comments is pretty backwards. The skating community. Um, yeah yeah and i mean i'm sure in your job you encounter a lot of that bullshit all day long yeah there's (laughs) a lot of it yeah it's but it's also just like the comment section on anything on the internet is going to be the it's pretty much it's not all the worst parts of everybody (laughs) but like the kind of people that are going to write negative comments it's the worst part of them so Mm -hmm. it's just like they say like and the amount of fake accounts that are only doing negative comments and coming out of the woodwork to just say, you know, whatever the fuck. It's not good. And, like, I think YouTube might be the worst of them all. But I, really? But yeah. Cause I, don't, I don't know. Like, I clear it, that shit out pretty quick. And I, I you know, I miss some because people go back and post. So <laughs> I have to, like, there's certain ones that are, like, triggers where I'm like, I know that this one might get some hate. So I have to clear you know periodically go back through or like do a search in in our program and make sure certain words don't come up yeah it's i mean the problem is it's you know the bulk of people who make up the skateboarding community are teenage boys who you know in theory are more progressive than we were when we were teenagers but also they have the internet the internet where they're you know whatever silly thing that they might be saying because they actually think or they're just trying to be offensive because they think it's funny and they're not going to get caught because it's a fake account. It's not a great recipe for a fucking dialogue. It's just, I want to say this terrible thing. Yeah, they get their yayas out. It's yeah. Like, it's like the worst part of you. You get to exercise it, which honestly might be good for some people. <laughs> if you can compartmentalize it enough to not care about the internet and what's said on there yeah i mean like everybody i don't know, I, I don't know. That, maybe this i don't know man some people live on the internet that's true Fuck. that's absolutely true i'm on it entirely too much i mean you get paid for it though yeah but i could be off of it for as like you know it I, carries it, over i need boundaries yeah mm. i found this this quote skaters are the cockroaches um there was a similar quote to in the crooked the art and supplies video not well maybe not a similar quote because he doesn't refer to them as cockroaches but um it's like this idea that it's almost like a skateboard cowboy type thing where they're like they're like there's they're uniquely sufficient desperado type dudes like are we live outside you know society like we 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 can it the idea I got was that like skaters are better adapted to the crusty parts of society, stuff that people shun, the gutter, dirt, well, yeah, falling down. Yeah, we seek down. them out. Like, we right. seek these spots out. We like we will like think about all the fucking full pipes so that you have to take you have to take rafts out to to get just get to and it's literally I like, thought of any of those uh, <laughs> i didn't know you'd have to do like, that <laughs> it's like a septic it's it's literally oh, God, like yeah. the city's plumbing yeah, yeah. or drainage and people are like these are like destinate world destinations jeff jeff for jeff Rowley's yeah searching like for those the pins. la river is a, like is home to some of the most iconic 
Vans ads. That and is it is for damn disgusting. Sure. Oh, that like, side flip. Philly, dude, oh. my buddy Shark was just in town and he was talking about skating Love Park in the 90s and watching all the crackheads smoke crack. He saw a guy cut, like they fought and a dude cut another uh, dude up with a fucking 40 bottle and there were no cops it's like we are the cockroaches we go to the places that like we that's because that's where we used to have to go to not be bothered well it's like yeah that spot in downtown la that greco and all those oh yeah we we skated there (laughs) yeah and it is fucking gross oh the banks the brick banks yeah and so hard to skate i mean yeah when i feel like uh in greco's last video he doesn't he get like doesn't one of the dudes get chased by one in like the middle of a line damn yeah they're trying to film and they're just being pursued yeah pretty wild so i guess yeah i guess there's a lot of truth to those statements and that's like the the camaraderie that skaters have is that i mean yeah you do think about it we the elements definitely are less harsh considering i think the moment you become comfortable falling down outside on like a speaking again to tie this into toy machine fugazi ian mckay the stuff he was saying about skateboarders how our whole perception of everything you know i was really intrigued by what he said about the textures Mm -hmm. like he cares about the texture and that's so true like i don't i don't i don't think i ever had words for that but i do look at the street and i'm just like grunting in my head i'm like "Hmm." this would be (laughs) good ground to do some flat ground on yeah i see yeah exactly i'll see some some smooth ground or some uh, brick and be like oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) no no words we all turn into tim allen (laughs) (laughs) exactly oh that's what that's the noise i make at transition (laughs) oh yeah no way Uh, (laughs) but yeah so i mean fugazi and skating i mean fucking christ there's no better pairing it's really hard. I mean, I love it. I've heard a lot of like it's like Dinosaur Junior, where mm-hmm. it's like some people like I f- fucking hate go great another alien workshop. Of course, we got this goddamn mm. fuzzy guitar bullshit. Mm. <laughs> it's like yeah, but it's also the fuck it. It's the soundtrack. It's like and like Discord Records was like the soundtrack to so many for like some. If you go back, like how many of the random ass tracks and four one ones over the years are just like a random band on from discord because i'm sure like ian just had like a a spoken like a handshake deal with them they're like yeah yeah, use whatever it's exposure like he gets it right like he's like more exposure for my my art my the bands on our roster Mm -hmm. who need kids to find out about them like and well baked in audience it's fucking perfect and exposure in a medium that he wholly respects and is a part of it's part about right like you filtered it's it's a filtered audience already because people that are already into this are going to be more prone to be into like the weird bands like that. And like all the hip hop groups and like fucking hieroglyphics and all those Mm -hmm. like early hip hop bands. Like I wouldn't have like people under the stairs and shit like that. And like I suburban fucking Ohio would never have found those bands without, or those groups without like shit like four one one. But like, I mean Fugazi for sure, mm-hmm. and that that sort of speaks to another thing Ian mentioned is that the the act of skateboarding is much more than seemingly a hobby or like a toy. Which which I mean we talk about we've debated whether or not it's a hobby for us, but I like I like his reason lifestyle man. <laughs> it's a way of life. Oh, well, it's like 
it's it's like you being exposed to that stuff i think for me as well and for most skaters i mean it, it's it's it pops your bubble and it forces you to go outside and meet new people and and he's wholly right it's something that should be celebrated as far as like celebrated more than just a, a gift or yeah. you know a, li- a little kids thing or even an olympic sport well it makes you engage in your surroundings in a way that most people never have to or never consider like how many times do you drive through and like how many times have you driven around long beach and then like when you're skating you're like i have never seen this house before i've never noticed this before Mm -hmm. like you are you're just it's it's just an entirely different experience and just like even like less so now because of google maps and shit but like 10 20 years ago like dude skateboarders like they all should have just been delivery drivers because if you want to wade to a, <laughs> a, a fucking part of the neighborhood that nobody else knows, like yeah. my homies in Pittsburgh, they know that city back to front. They can find a way to wherever you're going that you and yeah. it'll go through like side streets, alleys. You, you and they're just like they've done it so many times that you don't even like. What are you doing? Putting on Google Maps? I'm Google Maps, <laughs> right? Yeah, I think because of that, I think I honestly have a good sense of direction because of skating, because we are, my buddy Johnny used to drive us around and we weren't doing map quests. We weren't doing Thomas guides. We, uh, a lot of trial by fires, a oh, lot of, for sure. a lot of ending up in cities where we were like, what, what? You well, should know? we look are for we? spots here too? Yeah, and exactly. then you do. I mean, we're kind of have to run out of gas, man. Um, but yeah, that's. That is definitely a, a pretty gnarly pro from this, from participating in skating, I think is the, this cockroach idea that we're like pretty sufficient on our own. I mean, you know, we go skate DDs all the time. <laughs> and when I tell people, like a lot of people, I'm like, I tell people, like, oh, I skated DDs and they're like, what is that? And I was like, it's a parking lot. <laughs> and they're like, okay. oh, watch out for cars. Fuck out of here. They're parked. Not in that parking <laughs> lot though. I have a general for the room, for the floor. <laughs> Who's your favorite toy rider ever? Ever. Ever. Ounce to go first, can go. Ed. Ed for me, for sure. Dang. I love Ed. The man, the myth, the legend himself. Just, just, it's just still fucking sta- on the right side of history, speaking his mind, mm-hmm. artistic, great, seems to be a great husband, great artist, great boss. Like, he cares about the people that ride for him. He fucking cries when they leave, <laughs> and I'm not even putting him down for it. I'm like, that dude loves his people. Yeah, he, there is a sensitivity to Toy Machine like, that, that a lot of brands lack. Like they so feel ma- like a family. Yeah. Like, I would not, like, he's, through skateboarding, has given me so many, like, I wouldn't, probably wouldn't know, like, love, I don't know that I would have latched on to Fugazi, like, they're one of my favorite bands. Right. And I love them mainly because through skateboarding, and then I, like, got really into it because I'm like, wow, not all of these, they're fucking cool, but, like, he and Ed, like, Makai and Ed are boys, and, like, I saw the Evens and the Templetons were there. And it was just like, it's just very cool. And like, mm-hmm. I've interviewed him before and he's just like, no pretense, just straight up dude. Right. Fucking yeah. I had a similar experience just, just saying hello to him. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. He's, so he's my favorite. He, I mean, he might be anxiety ridden, but he definitely doesn't give it off. Like he, it's like he welcomes you. Um, I was going to say 
uh, way back when we were talking about something, probably Cherry, but like I mentioned, Mark Appleyard was there, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he he left <laughs> by himself, and I'm pretty sure that he had to leave because there was too many people coming up and talking to him. Oh, I'm sure. Aww. Yeah. So I felt really like when I saw him leave, I was like, I bet you anything he didn't want to leave. Like he was just kind of sitting down enjoying himself, and I'm then just trying to escape, man. One person talked to him. And then, you know, you start just to just opens the gates. Yeah, you're like you're like sitting around and it's just like Apple Yard. Like, oh, Apple Yard. oh yeah, there he is. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. <laughs> just <laughs> say something. Not gonna lie, I talked to him. I had to talk to him though. We have a podcast because of this man. I wouldn't say because of him, but he was highly influential in, in the I genesis mean, of Double Primo. Well, definitely the name, but also just for me skateboarding wise, Apple Yard is still a bit of a, a riddle to me because I was I identified as Hesh growing up, <laughs> and Appleyard. Did you was, die? <laughs> well, no, Appleyard was fresh, so um, there was like a you know. Like, why do I like him? I shouldn't like him. I know. Well, yeah. but there was just like an. I was thinking about. I was watching kids skate around Cherry, and then just being able to see Mark thinking about sorry and thinking about, you know what it was? It was the Nolly flip back 50 down the hubba clipper. Was it? Oh yeah, it was clipper. Doesn't he do another one down like a smaller one? I think he does Nolly flip back five. Oh, that might've been really sorry. There's like a clipper for sure. You're right. And that's, I, but that's not the one I'm thinking of, but either way, Clipper's the one where he air humps after, right? Yeah, yeah I think he lets out a booyah as well. Uh, so, so many good cl- uh, sound bites. Yeah, very much. Yeah. I was just talking about this to somebody too, because yeah, he's got a bunch. Like, uh, <laughs> was it kosher, kosher? <laughs> I think that's in. Give the, me my money. <laughs> I think it's in Chicago. He's like, oh no, no, no! I'm pretty sure it's anyway. Never even thinking about doing Nolly backside and then even flipping into it it's like he his skating is still upheld like the he's doing all the hard tricks on hubba's and whatnot with impeccable style and then i'm watching all these kids at cherry and i'm like they don't know it but they're like they're doing that not because of him but he influenced that he influenced so many styles there and i guarantee you most of those kids don't even know who the fuck he is like who's the guy over there like the the guy graying over there who is that he did it and made it look good so everybody would want to do it like Uh whatever you look whatever whether you were hash fresh whatever like he did it and he was sort of in middle ground where it was just like he could you could kind of go either way he's kind of like a nirvana or something he's like very accessible right he he like kind of would float in between mm-hmm. scenes yeah he was he was general i was he had baggy pants but he also had the stud belt you know adam what? who's your favorite toy writer? oh yeah uh josh harmony <laughs> just kidding uh <laughs> although i did really i did Zing. i did really like him i'm not gonna lie i was i was yeah, we all did or I, I did i just he made grind he made smith grinds look incredible um really into him at the time, uh, I, I would, you know, I have a hard time answering that question because I've always, I've, I'll be honest, I've never been that into toy machine. Whoa, um, I was like a toy kid. That's Same. that's the thing. It's like I don't know why or how, but it was just I was more foundation. I love Tomietto. Like I was really into. I love Pig Wheels. Uh, mm-hmm. I love. 
foundation back in the glory days. But if I had to pick a writer, Cataclysmic Abyss. Yeah, <laughs> I did like that video. I I that was like I watched it, but the 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 allure was gone at that point for me. Um, my favorite toy machine writer for someone who was not into toy machine is Matt Bennett. Whoa. Mr. Bennett grind himself. Mr. Bennett grind himself. I'm sorry that that part is not top five, but it, it's like in the top 10, top 15 parts only because of, Damn. I want to see what's on this list. <laughs> I know. Should we, we do should, that? We should do that. Bring totally. Totally. That, that could be, that could be for easy. Our we episode? all defend our picks. Instant, yeah. <laughs> we, totally. Yeah. Just fight to the death. Yeah. <laughs> we, and we have to, we have to agree on a top 15 group wise. Oh, oh my damn. God. We're going to kill each other. Yeah. That's not ever going to happen. Um, but yeah, just I thought the the T Rex, the the infusion of the skating and the music, which is important to Toy Machine because as you mentioned, like Fugazi has a through line and all their stuff. Um, I just thought they nailed it. There was like that made me like crave to see more Toy Machine, and I don't think I got much more from Matt Bennett and Toy Machine after that part. Nah, you get like a minute and a half more right yeah in total but i just thought like i was a, i saw that premiere at the house of blues in downtown disney mm-hmm. in anaheim i actually met josh harmony there too he's a very nice dude um but yeah that part blew everyone away everyone was that was like a fucking like a woo 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 afterwards everyone was stoked and uh so yeah i'll go matt bennett and you eat too sergio yeah uh, I'm going to say Austin Stevens. Whoa, there you go. Classy man. Good kickflip, great style. Left, bowed out on his own terms. He was like, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. He still kind of skates. He does. He's the Ruka team manager. Well, and apparently, according to that video I watched, he was you know, also influential in getting Ed to not stop Toy Machine. Yeah, they were roommates, right? Yes, uh, exactly. And Ed was going to call it quits because of whatever seems like it's pretty difficult to run a skate brand <laughs> especially when you're a artist and uh yeah austin convinced him damn you know what i'll say matt bennett but i also say diego bucheri oh the butcher the butcher big ollies big ollies yeah because i was a zero kid i loved zero growing up and to see diego skating that zero style on toy machine which was like a kind of more my like sense of humor like kind of perverted i don't want to say washed down version but of of zero yeah i would say it's a lot less uh serious version Hmm. and a more like less idea well that's i was gonna say less idealistic like more whimsical i feel like toy machine is really idealistic at least in their their motifs branding and and whatnot yeah let's just say a cooler version fuck it I'd rather uh, ha- I'd rather <laughs> hang out with Toy Machine than I would Zero. I feel like the Zero guys would beat me up if I, yeah. or call me gay or something. Well, yeah, it's like the kind of the difference between like the Sex Pistols or the Clash. Like, ooh, I'm on the Clash. Yeah, ooh, Toy I'm on Machine's the more of the Clash, where it's like yeah. there's something behind it. They, Good call. You know, and you yeah. know, Sex Pistols were more about like the the imagery and the snot nose and whatever. Yeah, and the vo- the, the violence. I don't know what I mean by that. I was going to say the ultra I'm just here for the violence. Yeah. Violence. Um, Wake up and choose it. Austin Stevens. Yeah. All right. I have some notable tricks from the video that I want your guys' quick uh, opinions on. Lightning round. Leo's nose grind to the heel flip up the three-star. Oh, yeah. I like the The heel flip up. What the fuck is wrong with that guy? (laughs) 
Just throwing it in there. Uh, I'm I'm thinking like he had pre workout before he's <laughs> like how dude because that was pretty quick too. It's a like and it's a against. heel flip. Yeah, you have to jump and spread, dude. <laughs> no way, Leo, you're nuts. Um, the no slide. Did you guys love that? Which nose? The like, was like super tall. The armpit nose slide. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he's, I mean, he kind of falls off. He gets off, smoked, kinda. right, on one? Yeah. 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 It looks like he's like trying to get on a, a mechanical bowl and it's <laughs> shit. Um, but yeah, that nose slide was Spider-Man. Like he, he's got Spider-Man he vibes. He got hops. Yeah. He's got those, he's got kind of like those big lanky kind of monkey arms when he does shit. I love it. I love whatever uh, whatever yoga routine Leo does before and after skating because it's working. Uh, Miles Willard, big spin blunt, absolute perfection down the rail, like literally like in perfect times, like pop, catch, slide, land, beautiful. Um, oh, oh no, I wrote about the back blunt on Pine. I don't know Deshaun Jordan's opening line does. Uh, I think he does half cab heel. <laughs> That looks like he's gonna land on top of the filmer and crush him, <laughs> and then he does a inward heel nollie inward heel front oh, nose. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That looks like he had played EA skate his whole life and has mimicked his style to do everything. Like I'm gonna do a full nollie inward heel, catch it, turn and it then turn. Place yeah. it back. Place yeah. it in. Yeah. But my shoulders are gonna be like perfectly straight. Yeah. Yeah. He is. What did you guys think of that kickflip? Oh, I loved it. Right. The Pretty like sick. gap, yeah, over the gate. What was that? It was a uh, over like a forest air, and then like an eight foot gap over a gate separating two things. Fucking madman, dude. And and his was it was such a slow flick. It, his foot was so far back. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the key because if you if you skate stairs with the aggression that you skate flat ground, you're gonna double flip. Right. When yeah. we when we skated that three stair, I had to tell myself slow the fuck down, and everything was easy after that. Just breathe, dude. Yeah, I've also heard so like putting your foot that far back, and then controlling a really long flick. Also, when your foot's that far back, that kind of like gives you a real like springy pop. Right. Because um, you're able to like launch it forward. Yeah, you, you can bring it up and then you know yoink it out real good. Don't you know? I hope people listening know what I mean by that. Um, you get it. You skate. You skate. Yeah. Um. Oh, I wrote um for like C.J. Collins. He he's wearing a Circle Jerks shirt mm-hmm. in a line. He's also wearing a Red Bull beanie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Super punk rock. Um. Hey man. I put. I I even wrote SMDH. Shake my damn head. <laughs> I don't know if the kid. There was right. one little snippet where they crossed out yeah, the Red Bull. And that put was fucking sick. Toy Man or something like that. Yeah, I think it said Toy Mac or <laughs> something, <laughs> just to like let it make it fit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was sick as fuck. We need more of that. We. Uh, I mean, <laughs> at sorry if it pisses your sponsors off, but. <laughs> but fuck your sponsors. Fuck um, you. I feel like they would get legally in trouble for that like it was so quick i don't know some of these some of these some of these brands they got they got big bucks big lawyers they might have that shit hopefully they have that shit written to their contract i mean i don't know you also have to consider the damage it would do doing something like that in terms of credibility so they might let it go because being a dick about it would be worse than everyone would pull out of the team yeah yeah Ah, must be tough to uh, 
to call the shots at the energy drinks companies. <laughs> How do we treat these uh, cockroaches? Fine. Have your laugh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, ugh. Um, I love there was an excerpt and this could be possibly the name of the episode, but there was one thing it said the company that invented nothing. <laughs> love it. I love it too. What? The Benny Grind. Huh? The Benny Grind. Matt Bennett invented that. He was on toy at the time. Well, I think and it's, therefore, I think they, it has to do with, <laughs> with toy machines. Barley Grind and Bennett Grind. Dude. Both. Oh my God. Are proprieties of toy machine of toy machine i think smith, a subsidiary i think no if you're sponsored by a different company you can't do any sort of smith grind like it belongs to toy machine <laughs> backwards forwards alley-oop you can't do it sorry suit you sorry. you have to remove the whole last section in your part or get on toy machine oh shit yeah everyone else is uh everyone else has to do willy grinds gross the backwards smith um i wonder what willy was the is it Willie Santos? I think so. Yeah. I think it was we'll Willie from uh, The Simpsons. We'll have to come. <laughs> oh, Willie. <laughs> yeah. Reese me up, woman. The groundskeeper. Well, yeah. The company that invented nothing is interesting because I remember an ad where Toy Machine made fun of Concave. Dude, their ads <laughs> are the best. Yeah, but it's like he drew a foot, like a, a foot that was in the shape of like a half pipe to, to, <laughs> <laughs> to, to like, this is what your foot should look like to skate on board. Yeah. That's funny. It's like. Ed's real progressive. Ed's real like left seeming, but Toy Machine can get real like uh, mean. Yeah, real mean and sort of like real like. But I think that's kind of the joke of it. it it's a total. They're they're a total yin yang. Like Toy Machine is is and they're they're being like uh, it's ironic. It's also self so reverent, where yeah. it's like you make your fun of yourself, but you cannot. So you can make fun of everything else. Right. So it's like, yeah, I'm Everyone gonna, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna roast you, but I'm also gonna roast myself twice as hard. So that's true. It's like, you Boom. know, they do say serious shit sometimes, but then they also go on tour with a fucking double set of dildo and beat up walnuts on the dashboard <laughs> and shoot fireworks at each other. So it's like, it's a, you know, that, that's like that's why I've always loved Toy Machine because it was like they they would do like these semi serious things and would have like. Because Ed was very vocal about like all the anti or like the, you know the the blind patriotism after nine eleven, mm-hmm. and you know oh, patriotism for sale. I remember that. <clears throat> and like, you know, he does have a, but that's what skateboarding has always been. It does have its serious moments, and you can have poignant things to say and be, and you know. But it's also like, at the end of the day, you need to remember that you you were giving a pl- you will have a platform for writing a toy. So it's like that's why like toy toy machine's perfect name. So it's like toy machine, right? Like, it is the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. Damn, brainwash forever, baby. I guess we are. Inject me, loyal pawns. Loyal. Um, pawns. I just bought a toy uh, Ed board. Nice. There you go. I'm a loyal pawn. Well, funny you say that. that you compared them to the Clash, and I'll wrap this up. I I was thinking earlier that similar vibes. Toy machine kind of is like the Devo. Of skateboarding in the yeah, I can see that. Mark Mothersboro did a lot of commercial music work, and he would he would insert subliminal messages that are like if he did the one I can think of is he did something for I believe like fruit tropical fruit punch <laughs> like and, Hawaiian punch yeah yeah Hawaiian punch and uh, and he was doing the melody for it, but he also snuck in lyrics where it was that went with the melody, and he's like this is bad for you <laughs> 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 and. Um, 
they he sent it to them thinking he was going to get fired and sure enough no they ran it yeah they oh ran it none the wiser so in that sense like reading all the little messages in the video having read all of ed's ads he he's he's flirting with the line it's like i'm participating in a company in a capitalist society that i'm obviously not in a fan of or maybe he is i mean he he could he owns a company but um it doesn't seem that way but it's like i'm gonna use that platform to maybe throw in some of these really subversive ideas you know and you gotta love someone trying to do that because we need that especially in skateboarding well not as actually especially not in skateboarding who gives a fuck but <laughs> well you do need somebody like we skateboarding is always going to need the big brother being like giving you the fugazi tape when you're listening to sex pistols it's like dude. yeah this dude i get that you're in here for the attitude and the the vibe but also like there have a message like have something to say have something to think about and like you know how many people found out about veganism or uh mm-hmm. you know these bands or just photography or art or and maybe it's different because it's the internet's so makes everything so accessible but like in the past skateboarders were like these pros were our avenues into these things where it's like you find out about all these offshoots and weird subcultures and like progressive thinkers or whatever and like now you know they're i don't know that we have as many of those but you know, maybe Sody's on a book tour right now, so maybe, uh, maybe we do. Um, well, I mean, mentioning those big businesses, those big brands. I mean, like, how outspoken could Paul Rodriguez be being sponsored by Target? Not at or all. Mountain Dew or Nike or, yeah, honestly, like, if you're on, I'm pretty sure you can't. Yeah, so he's a family man. I mean, yeah, he gets paid to be to be. What? I wonder if he's vaccinated. He's Christian. Paul? Yeah. Ooh, that's that'd be a fun game. Yeah. (laughs) Who's vaccinated? (laughs) Who can get into the bar? (laughs) Yeah, serious. Well, Paul, Paul can probably get in regardless. Um, (laughs) He'll just buy the bar. Or his dad will. Yeah. Or his dad's probably performing at the bar. Let's be honest. (laughs) It's possible. Thank you to Toy Machine, and I mean we're 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 proof positive that Ed's vision has created three thoughtful skateboarders who choose to not be complacent and uh, you know try to milk whatever they can out of this useless wooden toy. And I'm excited for a new gen- a new chapter of Toy Machine. I, I, you know, I'm sparked again. I want to buy a toy board. You heard it. Sergio wants hey, to buy a toy board. Good job, Don. Good job, Don. Good job, Mr. Plaza. Good job, all the skaters. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Blake Carpenter. For Thank you, Alyssa. Your switch and regular frontside heel flips. Thank you, Alyssa Steamer, for being the I mean, goat. The goat. Sure enough. Yeah. Fuck, man. We need Toy Machine. I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, love you. Bye. (laughs) That's been Double Primo. Make sure you're liking and subscribing because that's what they tell you to do, folks. You got to be a loyal pawn. Loyal dongs follow. Yes. (laughs) Be a loyal Double Primo Primo. Um, We love you guys. Hope the holidays are treating you well. And thanks for listening. Catch you later.
I want to be here every moment. I want to be present every moment. However, there was nothing going on, so I became a skateboarder. Skateboarding is not a hobby, and it's not a sport. Skateboarding is a way of learning how to redefine the world around you. It's a way of getting out of the house, connecting with other people, and looking at the world through different sets of eyes. When you're a skateboarder, especially in the 1970s, when everyone thought it was a hobby, they all thought it was a, like a strange version of a yo-yo or a hula hoop, I think that they, you know, I think that at that time, it was, it was very under the radar. So for most people, when they saw a swimming pool, they thought, let's take a swim. But I thought, let's ride it.